I taught on the inheritance that Jesus has given you when he died on the cross, when he rose from the grave, what exactly the inheritance was that you received, what exactly he paid the price for, for you. If you didn't see this message, it's going to be on our YouTube channel soon, which you can just search Fivefold Church, 5F Church, youtube.com slash Fivefold Church. It's important to know the full inheritance because many Christians think that the only thing that Jesus provided for them was, was certainty that they will go to heaven and a relationship with him here, which are two very precious, amazing things we rejoice in. Amen. But many Christians think it stops there, what God provided for you. There's actually more, way more that Jesus provided for you. Jesus provide healing for you. The Bible says, by his stripes, you are healed. So Jesus did not endure scourging, a brutal scourging for nothing. But he did that specifically so you could have the inheritance now of healing. That that is your right as an heir of Jesus. Amen. This is the spiritual truth, but the enemy has blinded Christians because he doesn't want you to know this. He's just a liar. That's all he can do. But God has revealed the truth today. I also taught last week how part of your inheritance is abundance in every area. Jesus says, says that I came so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So... This really means every area of your life. This is talking about your finances too. You have an inheritance to have more than enough. To have enough, not lack, and then have more than enough. This is something that Jesus actually provided for you on the cross. It's yours. Jesus provided for you perfect peace. A peace that defies understanding. No matter the circumstances, his peace is perfect and remains. This is something he provided for you on the cross. It is yours. These are some of the things that he provided for you on that cross. There is a way now to access them in your life. He did the work of providing them for you. Now we need to learn how to access them in our lives. Today, you are going to learn a powerful principle in the spiritual realm of how to access this inheritance, how to access healing when you don't see healing in your body, how to access provision when you don't see it in your bank account, how to access peace when you feel so much depression. You're going to learn principles today. This here, what you're going to learn today is, is, is spiritual meat. We are going to go into the spiritual realm, into the heavenly realms, and understand how the things of the spiritual realm work. Amen? Because this is the truth. God had authority over all creation. It was just him in the beginning. It was just him. There was no one else. 
he had full authority of the universe. He created the universe. He had full authority of it. And God just decided to create mankind and give authority to them on this earth. This is just God's way. This is just how God decided to do it. That we would walk in authority, that we would have free will, that we are not robots. So in order to receive the inheritance from Jesus, it doesn't just come naturally, but you have to understand how things work in the spiritual realm of how to walk in authority to receive these things in your life. Does that make sense? Amen? So it's not like just because you give your life to Jesus, everything is perfect. Jesus wants you to be experiencing abundant life in every area, heaven on earth, but you have the authority, you have free will, and there are principles in the spiritual realm that when you go against them, you and your authority are not welcoming God's will for you in your life. You're not welcoming the inheritance of Jesus in your life if you are not walking in authority properly. Amen? I know this sounds maybe deep to you, but this is important because this, this is what will open up your eyes to receive the things you've been crying out to God for. Ephesians 4.11 says that God gave us the church the church of today, the church, the New Testament church, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. The reason he gave these offices was for the equipping of the believers. And this will continue until Jesus returns. This equipping that happens through the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. It says that the equipping will help the believers to no longer be like infants, spiritual babies who are tossed back and forth with every wind of shifting teaching. In other words, who are easily deceived by the enemy because they don't know how things work in the spiritual realm. Amen? So this today is a work of an apostle. It's why apostles are needed today. God is restoring the fivefold ministry to the body of Christ today because he needs his body to be fully equipped to have spiritual understanding of how things work in the spiritual realm so the enemy doesn't outsmart you. If the enemy outsmarts you, you can't access the inheritance of Jesus in your life. So what I'm here to do today is to equip you, equip you so the enemy can no longer outsmart you because the enemy knows how things work in the spiritual realm. He knows it real well. He knows exactly how it works. Apostle Paul actually says, this, this is a work of an apostle, Ephesians, Ephesians 6, 
In Ephesians 6, it says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Apostle Paul obviously is talking deep things. He, it, it reveals that his eyes are open to how things work in the heavenly realms. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, God had authority, and he gave us authority. Amen? He taught us how we should walk in authority. When we look at God through scripture, when we look at Jesus through scripture, we learn how to walk in authority how to walk in authority according to his will. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Amen? In the beginning was the word, the word. Okay, there's something powerful here about the word. If in the beginning... The word was God and the word was with God. Amen. When God spoke the universe into existence, what did he do? How did he do that? How did he execute authority to create the universe? He spoke. He spoke words. He said, let there be light. And there was light. Here we are standing in the light that came to ex in existence because he spoke and something powerful happened. There is power in our words. When you speak, there is power. This is how he demonstrates how to walk in authority, to speak, to speak his will, to speak life. Mark 439, we start to see Jesus when he walks on this earth. When he walks on this earth, do you understand that Jesus wasn't doing that just for fun? Uh, but, but there was something very powerful Jesus was doing when he was doing all of his miracles. He was showing us how to walk in authority. He was demonstrating to us, this is how it's done. This is what you're going to do from now on. You're going to do exactly what I'm doing. You're going to speak exactly how I'm speaking. So we see Jesus speaking and things happening. Mark 4, 39. There was a big storm and it says that Jesus got up and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, he said to the sea, hush, be still. And the winds died down and there was at once a great calm, a perfect peacefulness. Because he spoke, he 
walked in authority and the storm stopped. Wow. That's the power of his word. Amen. John 1143 Passion Translation says, with a loud voice, Jesus shouted with authority, Lazarus, come out of the tomb. And Lazarus rose from the dead. Why? Because he spoke. Mark 5, 8, there was people who were demon possessed. And what did Jesus do? He spoke to the demon. He commanded the demon. Mark 5, 8, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And when he spoke, the demons went out. That's what we saw here a few weeks ago. There was a demon and a girl who said, who was saying through her, I don't want her to preach. And I use the authority God's given me, the power of Jesus in me. And I said, look at me, go out in the name of Jesus. And the demon forcefully left her, made her fall to the ground. It came out with such force and she was full of peace. That was a testimony I shared just a little bit ago how she's free now. It happened, not just, not me being like, Jesus, free her, God. No, it didn't happen by us being like, let's all together pray, Lord, help this girl here. No, it came by me using the authority God's given me, doing exactly what Jesus did, speaking to the demon, speaking to the darkness, go. Yeah. These words are spirit. I'm speaking spiritual things here. You can't see them. These are spiritual things. But we all witnessed here. We witnessed that when I said, go out now in the name of Jesus, yeah. we saw the force of the demon leave her and fall on Brendan's foot, her head. Yeah. He, he, he shared with me, Brendan shared with me a couple uh, last week how He's never seen that before, but he believes because he of what he witnessed, because the force of her coming down, it was like someone had pushed her, but it was a spiritual thing. His eyes had been opened up to the spiritual realm. Amen. These are spiritual things. When you speak, it's not just words. There was this, uh, centurion who came to Jesus in Matthew 8 verse 5 he said Lord my servant is lying at home paralyzed with intense and terrible tormenting pain Jesus said to him I will come and heal him but the centurion replied to him Lord I am not worthy to have you come under my roof but only say the word and my servant will be healed for I also am a man subject to authority of a higher rank with soldiers subject to me. And I say to one, go, and he goes. And to another, comes, and he comes. And to my slave, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those who were following him, I tell you truthfully, I have not found such great faith as this with anyone in Israel. Verse 13, then Jesus said to the centurion, go, it will be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was restored to health at that very hour. So Jesus didn't even have to be physically with the guy to heal him because it's spiritual things we're speaking of, not physical things. So he just needed to speak the word. 
And even though that, that servant was far away, he was healed because of the power of his word. And he marvels to this centurion, wow, what faith is this? This is amazing faith. And when Jesus says this, he means, he means he was amazed that this centurion could grasp how the spiritual realm works. He could grasp. The centurion was like, I'm a person of authority and I say this and they do it. And so I see here Jesus is doing these miracles and I see he's walking in this authority. This, I see the power of his words. When he speaks a word, someone's healed. It's about authority. It's about the power of his words. I, he grasped how it works in the spiritual realm. Jesus is not just looking for faith that he exists in people. He's not looking just, just for faith that he exists. He's looking for more than that. He's looking for faith in understanding how things work in the spiritual realm and doing them. Faith without works is dead. You can believe in God, believe in God, believe in God, but will you put into practice what he has revealed, how to access what he wants to give you, how to walk in the authority so he can really use you. That's what pleases him. That's what touches his heart. Not just, I believe he exists. But can we have faith in how the things of the spiritual realm work? The things that are unseen. Can we have faith that there is such power when we speak? Hallelujah. So Jesus demonstrated how to walk in authority by speaking. He was always speaking life. He was always speaking, go darkness, and the darkness would always flee. We even see Jesus had care over his words. Like when you read the word, when you read the word of God, you don't see Jesus slipping up. He's only speaking life. And he takes it very seriously, his words. He has revelation of the power of his words. Hallelujah. There was one time where he reveals, this is God's will. I'm going to be crucified. I'm going to raise from the dead. This is God's plan. He, he reveals this to his disciples. And do you know what Peter says? Peter says, no, this shall never happen. And when Peter did that, in the carnal mind, it looks like he was being nice. He was being, like, loving. He doesn't want him to die. Oh, that's nice if he said that. No, that can never happen. But in the spiritual realm, it was a big no-no what he did. He was speaking against God's will. He was saying, no, God's will cannot happen. That never can happen. No. That's how Jesus saw it, as being a really serious, bad thing that you don't do because your words carry so much power. 
And do you know what Jesus says when he simply says, no, this can't happen. You can't die. Jesus says, get behind me, Satan, to Peter, his beloved disciple. He says these harsh words. Ah, this reveals the power of our words. If Peter's words weren't powerful, he would have been like tapping him on the back, like, it's okay, Peter. It's okay. You're so sweet. It'll be okay. This has to happen, my friend. But you know, right? Amen? That's how we would be. But he had revelation of the power of the words. He realized it was Satan speaking through Peter. And he rebuked those words. I do not agree with those words spoken over my life, Satan. He says to Peter. The Bible is showing us the power of our words. The power of even Peter's words. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So now, now Jesus has given you authority. Now, the same demons that he cast out, we can cast out now. By the power of Jesus living inside of us, he lives inside of us. Nothing is impossible. Every sickness can be healed through us now. Dead people can be raised from the dead now. He says, you will do the things I did and greater. He meant that. How does this happen? It happens when we walk in authority like Jesus demonstrated how to do. That is how. And it's the only way that will happen. It's the only way you'll be used by God. It's the only way you'll, you'll fully access this amazing inheritance of heaven on life. Heaven on earth in your life. Which is what God wants for you. Amen? I'm telling you, it's truly possible. I'm a testimony myself of having abundance in every area of life. Emotionally, physically, financially, relationally. Every area. This is really available for you. This is why I am here with passion. Because I know this is possible for you and this is what God wants to give you. And this message right here is what will release it to you. When you apply this message, when you apply this equipping that you're receiving today, it's foolproof because it's God's absolute principles of how things work. Amen. Mark 11, 23, Jesus says, Jesus says to the disciples, truly, I tell you, whoever says, uh, says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt it all in his heart, but believes that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. Notice how Jesus says, if you say this, if you believe that what you say will happen, it will happen. Okay. This is revealing to us what really faith is. Faith does not end with just believing that God exists and God will do it. God do it, God move the mountain. 
God, move the mountain of depression out of my life. God, move the mount of financial hardship out of my life. God, move the mountain of sickness out of my life. God's like, I can't do it that way. I have principles. I've given you authority. God does not go against his order. Just because our eyes aren't open up yet. That's why I stand here with passion because this is God's heart. He wants his people's eyes to be opened ah, so they can receive the fullness of what he's given. Wow. Amen. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So this is the principle. He's given us authority now. We have to understand how to use authority. There's mountains in the way in life. The only way they will move is when we use our God-given authority and speak to the mountain, move, and believe in the power of our words. That's why that demon was cast out a few weeks ago. I knew the power of my words. I knew the power. I knew the demons have to obey. He doesn't say, if you believe that I will move the mountain for you in your life, it will be moved. No, he specifically says, if you if you say, if you say to the mountain, move. And if you believe what you say will happen, it will happen. This is how it works in the spiritual realm. This is how it works. So, in your life, you need to take authority over the mountains in your life, over the darkness in your life. There is power in your words right now when you speak to the mountains in your life. Is there anxiety in your life? You need to speak to that anxiety. Get out of my mind. You need to speak to any kind of darkness in your life. Go. There's sickness in your body. Sickness. Get out of my body. Sickness can't stay in this body. This is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Holy Spirit lives in here. Yeah. I am heaven on earth here. There's no sickness in heaven. All that Jesus has and is, is mine now, the Bible says. Jesus is not sick, so I cannot be sick. By his stripes, I am healed. It was done. It was done on the cross. This sickness cannot stay in my body because I am healed by his stripes. Do you see how I'm speaking with authority and certainty? Maybe you have all sorts of feelings in your mind that are not confident doesn't matter speak that's what counts that's what God counts as faith amen maybe the, the devil's trying in your mind so much you're still gonna be sick you're still gonna be sick even if you speak this you speak anyway you speak anyway amen no matter what's going on in your mind, no matter the doubts, because I'm telling you this because the enemy strategically comes planting lies in your thoughts. This won't really work. This won't really happen. You have to push past those 
those lies of the enemy and speak anyways. There's all sorts of distractions here all the time. The day that the woman, the demon was cast out of the woman, there was a band playing right behind us, blasting music. The devil was trying any way to, to keep me from, from standing here and preaching and casting out the demon. He was trying in every way. He will try in all sorts of ways in your life to keep you from speaking. You have to be aware of his scheme and understand that God will give you the power if you will just be stubborn in the spirit like this. No devil. I'm not falling for your lies. You cannot have what Jesus has given me. You cannot have my health. You cannot have my, my peace. Amen. You see, you don't have enough money to pay for things in your life, bills, rent, stuff like that. Speak. I have everything I need through Christ. I do not have lack. God has given me abundant life. He has given me abundant life in my finances. I have abundant life in my finances. I will, I am not poor. I curse poverty. Yes, speak, speak against the darkness. I will receive more than enough. I will receive all that I need, all the money I need to accomplish what God set out for me to do, to pay for this bill. You speak it. There's power when you speak. When you don't speak, when you stay quiet, you are not using your authority, okay? This is the thing. Jesus has given you power over the enemy. Now, only when you walk in this authority. That's the only way. So if you sit by and let the devil have his way in your life, not accessing, not using your authority, the devil gets to have his way. God wants to reveal to you how to close the doors of the enemy having access in your life. One of the big ways that the enemy comes in and has access in your life, there becomes demonic strongholds, there becomes oppression. People, you want to know how does this happen? A big way that this happens is when people are careless with their words. when they are not taking their words seriously. Not only do you need to speak God's will into your life, you need to speak life where there's death, you need to speak light where there's darkness, you need to speak abundance where there's lack, you need to speak these things. Not only do you need to go in action and do that, but you also have to watch over your mouth so carefully because just as the same power that it has to bring life, to, to remove darkness, to bring light, to cast out demons, to heal the sick, the same power can be had the negative way. The Bible says the power of life and death is in your tongue. Yeah. 
Proverbs 18.21. NLT says, the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Proverbs 18.21, this is a message version. It says, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Passion's translation says, your words are so powerful that they will kill or give life. And the talkative person will reap the consequences. It's all in our Bible. It's all in our Bible. Your words will either bring life or kill. This scripture is literal. That is how powerful your words are. So when you speak carelessly over your life, negative things, you are speaking death to your life. You will reap the words that you sowed. Good or bad, you will. This is how the spiritual realm works. You will reap what you sow. When God opened up my eyes to this truth, I became very quiet. I was a very talkative person before. I didn't have much care over my words. But when God opened up my eyes to this truth, that my words carried so much power, whew, I became so careful about what I spoke. When I opened up my mouth, it came with so much intention now. now before, maybe I would just talk to talk. I'm with friends. We're just talking. Just talking. It feels good to talk. Sometimes it feels good to complain. Sometimes it can feel good to gossip. But when God can open up your eyes to the real power of every word you speak, you'll be careful what you speak. Your words have so much power that even when you say things like, I'm, I'm so poor, I don't have enough, I just don't have enough. Just saying those words over and over again, even though it feels really true because it is the physical realm truth, those words have power. Because what happens is when you say, I have abundant life through Jesus. I have abundance in my finances. When you're prophesying what you don't see, when you're speaking God's will, I am healed. I have a healthy body. I do not have sickness in my body, even though the doctor says you're sick, you feel pain, you feel sick. But you say the, the, the spiritual truth. You're speaking the spiritual truth, right? Amen. Because you believe that Jesus provided this for you. It's done. You have it now. When you speak the spiritual truth, what you're doing is you're unlocking the door for God to open up and pour out what you need. We walk in authority so that we can allow God to move. So that we can allow him to pour. An example of this, it says in the, of this principle of how God works is, 
God says, test me in this, bring all your tithe into the storehouse or the church. Once you do that, once you're bringing my will in here, now I will open the floodgates of heaven. I will open up the doors. I'll pour out so many blessings. You won't have room to, to, to keep them all. This is a principle in the spiritual realm. You have to know. God wants the most heaven on earth life for you, but you have to use your key to unlock that door for him to avalanche you with blessings that will blow your mind. Amen. And this is how it's done when you're speaking God's will, speaking God's will, speaking life to your life. Always you're opening the door, you're opening the door for him to pull. For him to pour. You're reaping. You're reaping. You're reaping. Amen? But when you speak death, you will reap that. When you're speaking death over your life, you are you are not only not opening the door for God to pour, but what you are doing is you're speaking the devil's will. It's the devil's will for you to have sickness, for you to have lack, for you to have death, for you to have not good relationships, division. This is his will. So you can either speak God's will and receive from God, or you can either speak the devil's will and receive from the devil. You can speak life and have life, or you can speak death and have death. It's black or white. It's either or. You can be vessel of God, vessel of enemy. Your words are this powerful. So when you start speaking the devil's will over your life or over other people's life, you start speaking against people. You start, start talking mean to people. What you're doing in the spiritual realm is you are giving your authority to the enemy like Eve did. It's the action of I'm choosing devils, the devil's, will and you're turning your back to God. So this is where we have open doors for the enemy. This is how a lot of demonic oppression can come in is because you are agreeing so much with the devil's will for your life. See, in the in the worldly realm and the carnal realm, carnal carnal mind, it seems like you're just speaking the truth. I feel depressed. I'm depressed. It's just truth. Uh, you feel anxious? I'm afraid. I have anxiety. It's just the truth. Doctor says I'm sick. I have pain. I'm sick. I'm sick. It's just the truth. Like, it feels like, it doesn't feel like your words have these crazy power. You're cursing yourself. You know, in the world's way, it's like, it's just the truth. It's just the reality. But in the spiritual realm, you are literally opening the door for the enemy saying, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, this depression can stay. This lack can stay. This sickness can stay. Whew. When I got this revelation, I, I don't think I hardly ever spoke anything that wasn't God's will or life after that. <laughs> Because God hit me hard like, I'm opening your eyes now. I want to receive abundant life. 
It's worth it to me to care for my words. It's worth it to me. I want to please God. I want to be used by him. It's worth it to me to stop myself from complaining, from speaking bad against someone, from going to the intention and finding the strength of, of God in me when I have sickness and say, I'm healed. Job, Job was such an amazing man of God. He had such faith. He knew this principle not to speak against God. He knew the power of that. And that's why Jesus chose him to have this great testing. He endured so much. The enemy took so much away from him. But through all of that, he never cursed God. He never spoke against God. He never spoke death. He had this powerful faith that Jesus is talking about, not just faith in that God exists, but faith in how things work in the spiritual realm and the obedience to God to follow his ways in that. Jesus allowed him to go through all that because he knew that he wouldn't mess up. God only gives us what we can handle. He knew Job could handle that. And as Job passed that test and didn't curse God, even though his wife did, and then we never see the wife after the wife curses God. She probably died. She spoke death over her life. And she was urging him, you should just curse God and die. And Job wouldn't, even in the temptation. But because he passed his test, he did not, he was careful over his words. God could restore to him everything he lost and way more. I was on a flight from Africa during a wilderness season in my life, like a Job season in my life. God had revealed to me. I was on a flight home from Africa. It was like a, 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 like an 18 hour flight, no joke, <laughs> 18 hour flight. And do you know that I started, I got so sick, stomach sick, violently throwing up, just everywhere stomach sick on that plane. Rushing to the bathroom every 10 minutes for like six or seven hours nonstop. And I was on that plane by myself. And do you know that I would go to the bathroom and getting sick, getting sick. Do you know what I was doing? I am healed. I declare sickness to go. I love you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. In this moment, I saw Job in the Bible. I saw Job. I said, I'm going to be like Job. I'm going to be strong. I want to make God proud in this temptation right now. I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever been so sick in my life. In this temptation right now, I know God will give me the strength. I'm just going to speak life over myself. I'm healed. I'm healed. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. Even though I'm sick still, I say thank you, Jesus, for healing me. I'm speaking his will. I'm believing he will heal me as I execute my authority. And I give you praise, God. I give you praise, God. I give you praise. Even what's going on in my life, I give you praise. I, I love you, God. Hallelujah. And 
God healed me that day. I was, I ended up being fine. But I share that story so, so you can know. I mean, I, I have this passion to reveal the secrets of the kingdom. That, that's my biggest passion because I'm a testimony. Like I've really seen the abundance of life, the, the, the abundance of Jesus in my life in every area. And I want this for you. God wants this for you. This is one of the biggest secrets right here. To watch over your neighbors. Have this revelation. Every word you speak. Every word you speak. Have this revelation. There's power right now when I'm releasing my words. You have the power to change your life right now. God doesn't want you to be in lack. He doesn't want you to be sick. He's waiting on you to change your life. By speaking life only. Never opening a door for the enemy with the words that you say. God has these blessings he's ready to pour, but people are stopping them with their words. When you receive a miracle, if you receive a miracle here, if you receive a miracle online watching live, value what God has done that miracle and what he did on that cross. When the enemy tries, when the enemy speaks, maybe, you, maybe, maybe you're not really healed, or he speaks, maybe you're not really free, or he starts trying in your life. Do not lose the miracle. Value the miracle. Value what Jesus has done. Protect it. Speak only life. Speak against what the devil's saying. Never agree with it. And you will have victory in your life. You will have victory in your life. I fell in love with Jesus so much when I understand, when I understood this spiritual truth. It's not that God didn't want to give me the world, give me abundant life. No, it's just that I had to do things his way. I had to walk in authority and bring his blessings in my life. They're sitting there for you. Now you just have to receive them and protect them. Value them. The enemy will try. Protect. Don't let him steal what Jesus has given you. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for revealing these things today. I see your lives changing today because what you have learned today. For the equipping you've received today. I see God answering your prayer today with this message. With what you've received in the spiritual realm. Be so serious now over your words. See yourself as obeying God and pleasing him and touching him so much as you value your words. 
as you protect your words. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I declare your lives to change now with this word. You can lift your hands to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I want to remove all of the words spoken against your life by yourself. We need to renounce these words. Some of you have spoken so many things against your life. We need to renounce these now. I declare every single word that you've spoken against your life, I cancel that curse over you. I remove its power now in Jesus' name. And say right now, repeat after me, say right now, I renounce all of the curses I spoke against myself. I renounce all the death I spoke over myself. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And every word that someone has spoken over you, spoken death over you, mm-hmm. against you, I remove that curse off of you now in Jesus' name. It has no power over you anymore. Every word spoken about your identity, I remove it in Jesus' name. Every word spoken about who you are, your beauty, I remove it in Jesus' name. Every word spoken against your health, I remove it now. Every word spoken against your success, I remove it. Every word spoken against your finances, I remove it. Every word spoken against your relationships, I remove it. Every word spoken against your marriage, I remove it. Every word spoken against your children, I remove it in Jesus' name. It is broken off of you now in Jesus' name. All hold of the enemy over you with the power of words. Be broken now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say now, I agree with God's will for my life. There is power when you're speaking this right now. As you speak these words, have this revelation that there is power when you're speaking this. You are shutting the door from, from the enemy now as you speak these words. You are opening the door for God to have his will in your life as you speak these words. Hallelujah. Have revelation of the power of your words right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I speak life over my life. Speak that. I speak life over my health. All sickness must go. All depression must go. All anxiety must go. All division must go. I speak restoration in my relationships. I speak abundance in my finances. I speak health to my whole body. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am loved. I am blessed. I am a child of God. I have more than enough. God's will will be done in my life. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I declare these words that you've spoken. May they be done in your life now in Jesus' name. Every sickness and every body watching now by the authority Jesus has given me, I declare it to go out now in Jesus' name. Every mental illness, every depression, anxiety, I declare it to go out now in Jesus' name by the authority of Jesus Christ. All darkness in your life, I declare to leave now in Jesus' name. Every suicidal thought, I declare to go in Jesus' name. Every spirit of OCD, I declare to go in Jesus' name. Every spirit of insomnia, every spirit of demonic dreams recurring, go now in Jesus' name. Every addiction, I declare to go now. Addiction to pornography, go. Addiction to sex, go. Addiction to drugs, go. Addiction to alcohol, go now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I speak life to you. I speak light to you. I speak light to your mind. I speak all darkness in your mind to go. All heaviness to be lifted off you now in Jesus' name. I speak peace to you now. I speak joy to arise in you now in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I see him moving so powerfully. Thank you, Lord. The miracle worker is here now in Jesus' name. Every dead thing in your life, I command to come alive now. Every spirit of infertility, anybody here, as somebody has your spirit of infertility, be healed now in Jesus' name. You will have a baby now. You will conceive now in Jesus' name, I declare. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is restoring relationships. God is restoring hurt and damaged relationships right now. If that is you, God is doing that for you right now. Marriages, relationships with your, with your parents, relationships with your brothers, sisters, relationships with your children. God is restoring now. I speak restoration to you now. I speak peace. I speak unity. I speak against division. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. I speak abundance to your finances. I speak there's no lack here. I curse poverty, generational curses of poverty in your life. I break now in Jesus' name. You will have more than enough. You will bless others. You will invest in others. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you for how you are moving.